0: All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got the roll a dice to why All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got the roll a dice this why All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the latest and greatest edition of the Zay and Teddy's Excellent Adventure Podcast. I'm your boy Zay. And with me, as always, is Teddy, here to give you what's happening in the sports world and the latest news and, of course, our unbiased but very biased opinions on everything that's happening um, on the world of sports and the world of culture as well. We got something. Um, you know we like to just roll into it, man. I'm not one for long-winded intros. Before we get into sports stuff, I got to ask, Teddy, man, how you doing?
1: What up, man? I am excellent. Um, got a couple of things that just came up within the last, like, basically 24 hours so we'll see where that leads um to but other than that it's been another another normal week a lot of cooking a lot of picking <laughs> up after children uh waking up too damn early take kids to school um obviously we had national championships so that was fun to watch um mm-hmm. other than that man just same old same old trying to get into the routine you know still free agent
0: um somebody hired me but other than that man good how about yourself I'm doing all right, man. Hopefully not a free agent for too long. Uh, hopefully that gets to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing well. Uh, work has been good. Um, yeah, just been going about you know the, the normal life, man. Just been playing some games. You know, it's time to stay safe. You know, the numbers are still going up for COVID and stuff. Uh, but yeah, we're we're just trying to keep it keep it real, keep it 100 over here. And me and me and the cat coop just chilling. We just holding down the fort. That's what we do nowadays. Um, until things change regards to going outside. But with that said. <laughs> We're going to jump into our first topic of the day, which is the Houston Rockets are now down a superstar because we traded him. James Harden is no longer a part of the Rockets and has now been traded to the Brooklyn Nets for what Zay, Zay calls a shit ton of picks until 2027. That's that's literally it. I know we got players too, but I don't know what they're really going to do. Oh, well, we'll go into the trade a little bit more. They did get Oladipo back. They did get Victor Oladipo back from the Pacers in this trade it's a three-team trade between the Rockets, the Nets, and the Pacers. Um, actually, I think it was four yeah, teams. i say there's four teams. There's a four-team trade. The Cavs. The ca- yeah. See, the, the and- Cavs got 700 big men now. Yeah. 700 big men. We have picks. We have like seven of Brooklyn's picks to like 2027. There's a lot of stuff that happened in this trade in regards to to money, a few players, and a lot of picks. Uh <laughs> That's literally, that's literally how I saw it as, and of course, when we heard the Nets, I remember when I heard the Nets on Twitter. You're like, "Oh man, is this for Kyrie? Could it be for KD?" Of course, it wants to be for KD, but I really had a hunch that that wasn't the case. The reading Harden wants to go there in the first place is because KD's there. He wants those old Thunder days and run it back. He doesn't want to be the leader. He just wants to sit into KD's wing and score points. He wants that's KD lead, and KD wants to lead. He's trying to prove something as a leader. Um, so this trade happened. I'm gonna ask Teddy who who won? Who got the best out of this deal? I mean, I'll rank them all. Um, I think the
1: Rockets clearly won. Um, they got Old Depot, they got Kirsick, who's a he's a pretty good reserve player. Uh, Dante Exum, which he has potential and he's a point guard, so it's something that we need, obviously, now that Harden's gone. You get four unprotected picks. Listen, a twenty twenty two pick, probably not gonna be great. But the twenty four and twenty six, like Brooklyn could suck by then, like suck, suck. Like mm-hmm. so you gotta kinda look at it in that sense. Um, Milwaukee's twenty twenty two pick, probably not gonna be super great, but if you pick if you combine that with um our pick, trade it up, do something, are the twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two draft are projected to be like deep, like the deepest it's ever been. Like I hope so. They're not generational talent. But from what I see and what college basketball and what I follow, it's like they're going to be solid-ass players, potential all-star players all the way to the end of the first round, which is something you don't normally see. Usually it's top five heavy and then it better sucks. You know what I'm saying? It
0: better be because when I see NBA draft picks, unless there's a generational superstar, which comes around, you know, newsflash once every generation, which barely happens – a lot of these NBA draft picks don't pan out. So I hope that these picks end up being something. I almost see it as like monopoly money that these teams trade around when they trade a lot of draft picks. Right. So we've traded for a lot of potential. We traded our current for potential. We have a lot of potential now. So we're going to see. I mean, we've already got our, our head coach, right? So he's got pretty much a clean slate to build this team how he right. wants, which is good. But I just want something in the, in the hand, you know, over what could be. Not saying we didn't, you know, need to trade Harden because we did, but now, yeah, we're just I a mean, middling team, you know. I don't even know if we'll make the playoffs. Well, oh, we probably we'll, will. I mean, we'll make the playoffs because with Wall and Oladipo,
1: Oladipo, you got Cousins. You st- I mean, you still got PJ Tucker, Cousin, you still got Eric Gordon. Cousins, Cousins, Cousins
0: won't make it. He'll he'll get too teed out by like half the season. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, Christian Wood is probably one of the better free agent signings of of all, um, basically of of all free agency. I think that was a phenomenal pick. So that was awesome on that part. Um, and then the rest of the pick, you got four unprotected first round swap. So basically we can just swap first for 21, 22 or 23, 25 and 27. Basically th- this is what I understand about this trade. Br- Brooklyn's been here before. Mm-hmm. They just got over the Paul Garnett, um, Jason Should Terry be, right. trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and now again, you're you have the same thing as if it goes wrong, they don't know where the fuck Kyrie's at or what True. space and spaceship or whatever he's at. So I think yes, they got a when James Harden is not fat when he is in shape
0: when he wants to play. Basically, he's a top he...
1: five player. Mm-hmm. But you gave up Jared Allen, who was coming in his own, Karis LeVert, who went to the Pacers. Um, touring Prince, you gave up pretty much anything. And yeah, they saw Whittle and they have Joe Harris. But like right now they're starting centers. Fucking Jeff green. Yeah. Like, and that's no disrespect to Jeff green, but, but like no you're not going to win it. And then for them <laughs> to vault up to, you know, number one over the bucks. Like, yeah, the bucks haven't done anything, mm-hmm. but you have three players. It's not like the, it's not like the Laker or it's not like the Lakers. Like,
0: right. Well, this team is going to be a huge liability defensively, right? Huge. I I mean, they're not going to be able to guard anybody on this team with their current roster, and that's what you need in the playoffs to win. So I even put something on Twitter about this. I was like, how long before this implodes? Because people are going to blow by him into the paint, and they'll get dunked on. Everyone's going to look around like, that's your man, that's your man, that's your man. Yeah. And they're going to try to score back, and James is going to miss a, a three, and everyone's going to get mad at each other and all kinds of craziness. Pretty fucking much. I I, I don't think this is gonna work for very long. And like you mentioned, this owner, whoever it is for the Nets, this dude's a gambler, man. He's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go all in for one year, not knowing these guys are even gonna come back and suck for seven years or whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, to do it again. KD
1: locked down, and I still think that I think they have to trade Kyrie. Like, I I just don't think it's gonna work. Like, you can't have three ball dominant people, like two. You can make it work. Right, right. Three,
0: there ain't no damn way you're going to make it work. No, nope, it, it's not going to happen. And Kyrie seems halfway in planet, you know, whatever, <laughs> most of the time. He's on planet Mars yeah, I don't know with what the stuff the hell he's thinking. He's doing. So who knows if he'll be in available for like a quarter of the season. or I, I don't know. But it's going to be real interesting to see. It's going to be a test of KD's leadership, right? He always wanted to be a leader. Are they alpha, whatever, prove that he's better than LeBron? If he can rein in these two guys to play team basketball – I'd be highly impressed. I yeah. really would be because I don't see this this kind of working. I, I see Kyrie doing too much. I see James wanting to get his. These are all kind of show-me-diva guys. It's crazy. Yeah. It, these aren't guys that put their head Poor down. Nash. And, yeah. <laughs> and Steve Nash, man, of all people, to lead them. His first year as a head coach. How? I don't know how he's going to make it work. I really don't. Um, are the Nets the favorite in the East? I, I don't. I don't think so cuz I don't think they can play defense. I think the Bucks may still have them cuz who's going to guard Giannis? And like you mentioned, there's no big man there. Who's who, he's going to dunk on everybody? What's
1: going to happen? Yeah, I just I just don't understand giving up that much. I get it. It's hardened and I mean, yeah, you probably want the right now like if this if we could have got Simmons and uh Maxwell and whoever else from the um the Sixers Maybe, but still, like, I wouldn't – I don't know. I wouldn't do it, I mean, if I was a Sixers, because you're mortgaging too much for mm-hmm. – I mean, we don't even know,
0: and, like – Yeah, plus, how would Doc Rivers feel about that? He's like, dude, I signed with y'all for this roster. I didn't sign with y'all to start, you know, changing the superstars I came to play with. I think right? that'd be a slap in the face to him if ownership did that. or Absolutely. Management. So, I'm sure Doc Rivers had to say, like, uh-uh. I know y'all are tempted – But hell no. Y'all not about to change this roster after I came here for this.
1: And there's no way Timon Fertitta was going to trade Harden Mm -hmm. to the Sixers with Daryl
0: Morey and then have them win a championship. No, (laughs) no.
1: No way. Because that would look so bad for us.
0: Two of the egos involved for that. Mm -hmm. Ain't no way. Um, And I think you have a last point here. James' legacy in, in Houston. Man. I don't know, man. He really severed this in the worst possible way. I, I mean, he he's tarnished his own legacy by what he's done. Yes, he is one of the greatest scorers the game has seen, based on Pierre's numbers, but that's all I can think of. When I think of James Harden. It's just he was a great scorer that played for us and kept us relevant to get eliminated maybe in the second round, or one time making the, you know, conference finals, or whatever. But that that's it. I, I have no I don't know if I'm gonna really miss the fact that he was there with this kind of breakup.
1: It it leaves a sour taste in your mouth, especially for me because I was such a James Harden stan from the moment he was at Arizona at State. A S U. Um I mean, let's I mean, it, it, it hurts that he left and it hurts that he left the way he did. Like, yeah, he says he did everything for the city. But did he really like we relied if he couldn't beat the Warriors in two and a half games after Chris Paul got hurt, um, like we're champions and none of this happens. Like none of oh, this yeah. happens. Not at but all. But that was on him. Like he led that team to missing twenty seven three pointers in game seven. Game six they were up fifteen at one point. It he just lacked that it leadership factor, and yep. like you said, he wants to be second fiddle to Katie. Like let Katie lead. Mm-hmm. I He's, don't know if KD is really the leader. That's why I don't trust the Nets to win. They're de- no one's beating the Lakers. Well, I don't yeah, care I said. Yeah, I don't yeah. care if the Nets. Everyone was like, oh, just give Nets a title for the next three. years. Nah, no, LeBron knows the ins and out of Kyrie. Yeah, so whoever's on Kyrie. It's a wrap. Yep. Um, he'll go toe to toe with
0: with KD. That's fine. James Harden by the time they made the finals won't be able to run. He'll be too tired. Whatever. Yeah, maybe. I don't, so, know. He, I don't know what he'll be I doing. Just, <laughs> he'll be his, out of shape. His
1: legacy. is gonna take a while for Houston to get over it, because just the way that he came in and didn't give a shit. Like, if he would have, like. He did the exact opposite of what Anthony Davis did. Anthony Davis was like, "Yeah, I went out, but he came and played. He did and played for pretty the majority, well. He played pretty well." Harden came the first two games he what dropped forty, and then he dropped thirty, and we're like, "Okay." And then all of a sudden, he has four out of the next six games. He doesn't score twenty, which he hasn't done that since he came off the bench Mm-mm. in the in that amount of you know time frame since he was a six man for the Thunder. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Like you gave up I mean And then blamed his team. Yeah, yeah. and then the team was like, Oh hell no. Nah. Like you had right. PJ Tucker, you know, slight shade. Then you had all the shade from John Wall and Boogie Cousins. Yeah. They didn't give two fucks. Right. Because they were like, you know, you can't have you can't buy in to this team. And it sucks for them because like, oh, we get to go play with James Harden uh, and we get to go play with these, you know, PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon and all that stuff and then James just didn't give a shit and he kind of just pouted his way to a trade and it like yep. he had to treat like after There's no way yeah. after his press conference the other night where he was like I've done everything for the city I don't think we can you know we're just not good
0: enough like, like our whole team is not and good and he enough.
1: can't even come out and like give you a thank you or anything because it's going to sound just disingenuous like yep. no one's going to believe you right now James like I-, I mean all I know is is if if, if they have half of a arena come march i think third or whatever when they when brooklyn plays the rocket he's gonna get the shit boot out of him. oh absolutely does and he th- deserve it yes should we cheer him yes he did he did, did he, he made you? us right re- he, he made us relevant again when we sucked for so long so cheer. you got to give him something and we were le- legitimately one and this and i, I always Put the fault on Chris Paul, but it was really on James Harden. Like he just we really, were one, one game, healthy hamstring away from winning the championship. Because there's no way that Cavs team would have beat us. Either. Right, we had too, too many weapons, too much firepower. So it, it's tainted. It sucks. It's, I guess at the end of the day, it's just disappointing. Yeah, it just. But he gave a, us
0: eight great years. It's a Bad taste in your mouth too, because you look back at like, well, let's review this what he accomplished for the Rockets, and it's just like crickets. <laughs> yeah, three scoring works. titles of MVP and two
1: Western Conference final trips.
0: Yeah. One where we lost 4 1. Yeah. So, I mean, we stayed relevant and he was fun to watch. He was entertaining for the city. Um, damn, James. I hate that it had to end this way. Yeah. You, you were good. You were good. Um, I know who's still rolling, though. Who's that? Jay? The Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was. We wasn't didn't finish close. a year
1: off strong college football. We, we, we kind of limped to the finish line. I think. We were positive to end to for the whole season, so that's good. We went one and one with our picks. We said over, um, which actually was r- really weird.
0: The over only hit by half a point. Yeah, so Vegas was, was on with that one, yeah. but Jay was unfortunate in taking Ohio State. I got him at plus nine. I think when we were on their show, they were what a seven.
1: Yeah, I got him at plus nine too because I didn't take him until I think. That day
0: of, mm-hmm, yeah, and I, sh- I should, I was like, uh, why does it keep going up? Yeah, I thought, man, there, it, it looked. I mean, once again, it looked good for a while. Same thing in the Clemson Ohio State game, except the roles are reversed. But then once Alabama started to turn it on, man, it was rough. Um, Ohio State, Devonte Smith, the De- Devonte, man, what, what, that
1: what, t- twelve, what, twelve. 12- 12 reception, 200-something yards, three touchdowns and a half. And a half. He, br- he broke his finger the first play into the second half. Yep. They didn't need him. They, they, they really rolled. Didn't. They literally, no pun intended, they rolled. Like, they rolled over Ohio State. Justin Fields didn't look healthy. And I don't know. That it goes back to, like, all right, he only had really one great game this year. hmm And he's the second-best quarterback now. Now you got to go back. Like, yeah. how bad was Clemson's defense? Would Alabama score seventy on Clemson then?
0: Like if- the way Alabama's offense looked with Smith, I think they probably could have. Um, my question is, do you think? Um, so I, I just want to hear your take on this. Do you, is Mac Jones higher than Justin Fields now?
1: No. no. Okay. Okay. Because I'm I mean, hearing that argument, and no. I'm like,
0: you got to be kidding me. Nah. No.
1: Listen, I could some of those shit. Those passes he thrown, like, I could have done that. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> Literally. I'm not discounting him, but his receivers were so wide open. Shout out to Sarkeesian for the, the game plans, the motion he was running. Yeah. Um, that little, that like stop motion where the dude like sprinted and then sprinted back and then basically ran like an out route. He, he was running uh, these flares. Yeah. Yeah. These he fla- run flares. Yeah, flares. It's, it wasn't out it was a flare. Yeah. It was just all the, it, you cannot not succeed as a quarterback in that, you know, in that yeah, atmosphere. Especially right. with all that talent around yeah, you. Yeah, know? yeah. I'm interested to see if he goes to a second team. Like, how good is he? Like, Trevor Lawrence is a no-brainer generational talent, in my opinion. hmm Justin Fields, if you have the right spot. Like, if he slides. Like, if Miami takes him for some reason and trades Tua. Or the Falcons take him. Yeah. But, like, if he goes to the Bears. Or if he goes to... I don't know, fuck else. If he goes to like the Jets, Jet- if they want to give up God. on
0: Darnold, like he would not succeed. I think because I, I would think Darnold's a better prospect than him. Darnold was a out. better
1: prospect. Like I would, like I'm still sold on. I think they stick with Darnold like one more mm-hmm. year. Um, no. So answer your question. No, I don't think so. I still, I'm a little bit, but I still don't think he's better than Trask. Like if Trask can put up the numbers he did with. Less talented people. Yes, Kyle Pitts is probably a top five to top ten pick. Right. Um. But I, if he had to imagine, if Kyle Trask had all that, Kyle oh, Trask yeah. would have been
0: broke. Break.
1: I think Kyle Trask is better, a better prospect. But just because he lost four
0: games, is probably gonna ding him. Um. And those are the only. I mean, not the only, but yeah, those are the two best. I guess pure pocket passers, right, coming into yeah, this draft because like, they don't really run. Do
1: I put like? I think people are overrating Zach Wilson a little bit more than anybody. Well, yeah. His level of
0: competition, right? It's just, yeah. Well, do you it's not even it's
1: just that, that. I just don't... I don't know. Like, I, think, I, I, don't I don't see I don't know it. what he's done against <laughs> anybody, really. Like, And I, I didn't really pay attention till this year, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean... I, I mean... I wouldn't take Matt Jones the first round. Put it that way.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't either. He has to go to the perfect situation. I think what you just yeah. said, like
1: if he falls to the Patriots, maybe.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say if a Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick got a hold of him, where they can rebuild that defense, they have a cheap quarterback, um, then then maybe he can be something. But aside from that kind of situation, he can't go to a broken team and be yeah. like, oh, this team is instantly better on Matt Jones. No, nah, dude, it's just me. Matt Jones getting sacked a lot. Are a the lot.
1: Texans somehow trade to Sean? In his contract and get like receivers and draft picks, and then trade back into the first or get him at the second round, like maybe something like that. But like I just don't see him. He's got to fall and be a project. Like, I mean, maybe Tampa Bay takes him at the end because yeah, if Brady yeah. when a Super Bowl Brady probably comes back for one more year, mm-hmm. and then you get a full season under Brady, right? And then you take over the Bucks who have wide receivers. You got running back. Something like that I think would like him and Travis would be perfect for. Probably Zach Wilson too. Like I wouldn't that'd be a great situation to be a quarterback in. I I'd, would love that. To me, after Fields and Lawrence, I'm not taking a quarterback until the mid to late first
0: round. Yep. The drop off is huge. The drop off is huge. I, I'd agree. So I'm not a high on Mac Jones either. I mean, shit, I can take five steps and throw the ball to someone <laughs> ten yards open. Yeah,
1: I mean, and then the the dump, the the screens are just
0: like I thought Zay was I, oh, thought I loved it. Oh, I was, They're, I was, I was, so I was wide text open. You. Like I, I was texting with the screen. Would it start with like back to back, like three straight screens well, or something? I was like, this is beautiful. And, and the wide receiver screens. And that's what I, I, I love.
1: It. And that's why I love about Sark's play calling. Like, he did it at USC. He did it at, um, um, uh, Washington. He did it with the Falcons. Like he's not scared. Like if, if y'all can't stop it, I'm going to run it eight times in a row. too. Yeah. y'all do stop it. Like. Y'all ain't gonna stop power up. All right, we're gonna do it to right, we're gonna do it to the left, we're gonna do it to right, we're gonna do it to left, and I want y'all to stop it.
0: Yep, until, like it, and then we're gonna play action and pump fake it. I think there was one where yeah. I think Devontae Smith ran like a seam route and faked the screen and it was just oh, it was yeah, over the he top. we <laughs> wide open. Yep, yep. Um, I
1: love it. Get the, I, get I the personally, ball in space. yeah, I personally think next year is gonna be wide open. Um, obviously, the not. You know, not way too early. Top 25, I think, I was like, Clemson. And then you have, like, A&M up there. Obviously, you still have the Ohio State. Ohio State's going to have, like, a freshman quarterback. Iowa State, next. dog.
0: Iowa State. I think Iowa State. <laughs> they should be top 10 I preseason think, next year. I think
1: Iowa State and OU are going to be battling for the Big 12 championship. And I, bo- I really think that either one of them is going to be either undefeated or one loss going into the conference championship game. I think one of them probably gets in. I, I don't think Texas was in year one. No, quite uh-huh. gets there. I think they're better. Obviously, I think they're gonna be better than where they were uh, this year. Which I mean, shit, they finished nine and three, but or eight and three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I still think they probably either lose Oklahoma or they probably lose Iowa State because. They're bringing back, like, 15 starters. And plus, I was going to say,
0: it's not like Todd Herman left the covered bear, I don't think. There's no, some talent there. No, no, no. It, it,
1: it's not like when Matt Brown left. Like, yeah, where they had to rebuild everything. And Tom Herman had a pretty good cabinet from Strong. So, <clears throat> there's nothing there. It's just Oklahoma has a re- Spencer Adler returning. Heisman favorite. Then yeah. you got Brock Purdy and literally 15 other starters back for Iowa State. I, I mean... Those are, and then you always got to include a high state, got to include Clemson, um, AM. If they, I don't know if they have a quarterback and a wing waiting because Kelsmann been playing for 17 years. I was years gonna there. say, dude, <laughs> that's um, crazy. I
0: dude, mean, I'll say it right
1: now. Uh, USC Slovis, I think USC runs a table in the Pac 12. I think they're probably they probably have a really good shot of getting in, into the
0: uh playoff next year. I hope so. hope that name carries some weight like it did for Ohio State this year. So, I hope that's the case. We'll I, see. I think – I mean, obviously, there were
1: a 4 lost team this year and they lost three in a row. I think Florida is not going to be very good next year. Mm. Uh, we lost a fuckload of talent. Um,
0: is Dan Mullen on the hot seat?
1: No, there's no <laughs> way he can be on the hot seat because he's just getting his players in. Right, right. And Kyle Chas was one of his players. Emory Jones is one of his players, and he's a sophomore – so at least we'll get a couple seasons of him. We got another I think we got one of the five-star quarterbacks in the 2022 already committed to us. So he'll he'll get to build time to build a program because okay. Listen, it like you got to like wait out and hopefully Nick Saban finally gets tired of winning and just like, "Hey, I'm 70." <laughs> you know, I heard someone saying like he's 69, 70 years old. He's like he's young like I mean, I don't know if he just wants to coach so he dies, but I feel like he still looks pretty energetic. He still doing the math pretty energetic He looks good in
0: the math commercials, I'll yeah. tell you that. So I
1: tell you if he wins <laughs> next year though, which I don't know if he will because I don't know what's quarterback situation, they'll still be up there. I mean, they're still probably gonna win. I like A if I had to pick today I probably would take A and M, but who mm-hmm. the fuck knows if, you know, Alabama. Right. Um but speaking of Nick Saban, I don't think there'll be another one. Seven national oh, champions. No. Yeah. Um, most all time by anybody. Um, he surprisingly he this is the second only the second time he's won coach of the year, which is really weird.
0: It's one of those LeBron style things, dude, that you just that great that everyone knows you're great and you don't get recognized for. Like LeBron sure should win M V P every year, but he doesn't. <laughs> right. So So,
1: you know, Saban I mean he's gonna keep going until he wants to quit. So um, it's gonna be same old, same old. I hope, hopefully, to put a bow on the season. I really hope they expand the playoff within the next two years, cause I, I really don't want to see the same four teams in this shit again. Um, I mean, 19 million people watched it. It's not bad, but it's also probably people are getting
0: fatigued of watching the same four freaking teams. Are mm-hmm. th- just same
1: just three plus. Get get, insert.
0: get rid of the goddamn preseason poll. Just get rid of it. Please. Because you literally almost set the stage for the college football playoff when you do that. Right. And give teams, based on their schedule, and give teams opportunities, certain teams opportunities to move into the playoff. And other teams, is almost no chance. I mean, they're ranked 20 or something, but they look like the best team in college football. And they don't even get a shot to move up because, well, they're already ahead of them, and they're also undefeated. Even though the team below them looks better, you know, with the eye test— we're not going to move them above because the other team was already above. It is the stupidest argument, especially for a preseason poll, when no one's played played yet. Granted, I always say this: I caveat that they do have access to watch practices, I guess, or whatever. But you can't judge how good a team is truly until they play a live game on the field. And once you see the on-the-field product, that's when we should start deciding who are the best teams in college football. Right. I feel like that's not a hard concept to do, but – I think that's how they lock out some of these smaller schools, and if we did it that way, I don't think we would even need to expand the playoffs because everyone would be like, "Yeah, those really are the best four teams." You know that—that's pretty much what it's called. But now the way they have it, we have to, you know, maybe expand it just so that teams that should be in it have to give them a reason now and expand the playoff so to give them some kind of way in. Um, just get rid of the preseason poll, y'all. Just, just please, for ra- the love of God, rake teams after you've seen them play. That's it. It's not that hard. I know who I've seen a lot of uh, play though. I've seen a lot of Jalen Hurts. I've seen a lot of Carson Wentz. And I'm no longer gonna see the head coach (laughs) of those two players. Uh, Doug Peterson for the Philadelphia Eagles was fired um, this week. He was let go by Jeffrey Lurie. And he said, and I quote, he said, Doug didn't really deserve to be fired but he didn't do anything fireable, but we had to let him go.
1: Yeah, and what I heard, too, is basically he was tired of listening to motherfuckers, basically. He was tired of listening to Lori. He was tired of listening to uh, Howie. Um, he wanted to be able to do his own thing, and it just felt like it was time to go. Obviously, this apparently ups chance that y'all keep Carson Wentz. I still don't think that's a good idea because I don't – half that locker room is probably divided, if not more. Like, you got the people who probably want Carson to stay, but then you got all these other dudes who are probably like, look, you know, maybe, you know, we need to move on, yada, yada.
0: I still think he probably gets traded. Um, We need to get the right value for it. And plus, it's obvious what the owner chose here. He chose his money. I mean – He's like, I got a $25 million investment. Someone's going to figure out how to work with this guy. And that's what he chose. And I don't blame, like I said earlier, that Doug Peterson. I don't blame him for saying, you know, screw y'all. I'm trying to coach the team, but you got the GM saying this. And supposedly the assistant coaches were on Lurie's side and you know undermining Doug Peterson behind his back. So screw them. Yeah, in that kind of environment, when I hear that, that just shows me that there's a lot more dysfunction than I thought going on in our front office and across this whole team and locker room, like you mentioned, with being divided. Yeah, I know the locker room's divided because there's always – when there's quarterback controversy, the locker room's always divided. Either one hurts or you want wins, right? Yeah. And now we don't have a head coach to even calm the waters. So – and then the fact that the assistant coaches are with the GM or with the head coach, that's even worse. And then our owner is saying he fired someone who didn't deserve to be fired. He literally just said it. I yeah, know. I mean,
1: he came out and was like
0: – we. He
1: basically was like, "I chose the G. I chose Howie over Doug. Right. That's that's what to me it boils down to. And your your owner is fucking stupid for that. Yeah. Howie and he's been so
0: good. I don't know if he's getting. I don't want to say that. I don't think he's getting senile or anything like that. You know. I hope his health is great. But come on, man. He's he's almost always made good decisions. Like throughout the history of the franchise that he's owned, the Eagles have been a very stable, good job franchise. And this whole fucking Carson Wentz debacle has like. Torn shit out at the seams. I think Howie Roseman, with his performance so far, player personnel, he deserved to go first over Doug Peterson. But I don't know what kind of relationship he's <laughs> Jeff- got, I feel Jeffrey like Leary. Ha- yeah, I feel like he's got to have
1: something on G- Jeffrey. So blackmail? Leary. Like, yeah, he's I don't have know. Something. Some. something. Someone's
0: wife did. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't trying to speculate. Um, All I'm gonna say is it, that. Yeah. it's
1: weird. It's weird. And it looks like y'all are trying to interview everybody under the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who is it? Robert Salah was one of them coordinator of
0: 49ers I would I love that hire I, I would I would love that hire if we can get it Because right. especially that kind of coach With the way Well I, I love it and then it also could be a problem I love it because I like defensive coaches If you have a great defense you have a chance You just need competent quarterback play And I think with the quarterbacks we have now We can get competent quarterback play Hopefully from Wentz if we can calm his ass down We can get competent play And I know Hurts can do it competently um, but the thing is I have an inkling they will go with an offensive minded coach because like we mentioned it's a twenty five million dollar investment in Carson Wentz. And this owner's like, You gotta give me something out of this. <laughs> this guy was so good. Right. You gotta give me something out of this. So right. he's gonna think get an offensive guy to 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 fix to fix Carson Wentz. Right. Hopefully that doesn't become the detriment of the defense. Um, I don't think it will. Our defense is aging a little bit, but Uh, I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But Doug Peterson's firing kind of, it it, it bothers me because he was the one that won us the Super Bowl, man. This is the guy in the entire history of the Philadelphia Eagles. This guy won us the Super Bowl. And within three years. He's gone. He's gone because of players he pretty much didn't want. Our nose aren't good or tried to, you know, tried to fix and didn't work. Um, Carson Wentz, you can't blame it all on the coach. The guy just—I don't know—he lost Frank Wright and forgot how to play quarterback. Um, so and then Jalen Hurts, the guy—I don't know who picked him. Maybe it was Doug Peterson. Maybe it was the front office. But it gave him a shot, and now you're like, hmm, maybe I should go with him. And maybe Doug Peterson was leaning that way, and that may have been the final straw. We don't know. But all I do know is—is is the guy won a Super Bowl, with Philadelphia Eagles. He's gonna go down in lore along with the Philly Special as some of the best coaching and plays you know we've ever had in our history. So I uh, just to see him go like this man with another another really bad tasting ending for one of my favorite teams. That just really sucks that he had to leave like that. Um and it wasn't pretty all the stuff leaked about relationships and everything else. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be a time of transition again in Philadelphia, y'all. We got to we got to get ready. we got quarterback controversy. We don't have a head coach yet, and I think we have a GM who got blackmail on the owner, so he's not going anywhere. Right. So, so what can we do? Not um, sure. Speaking of someone who actually does have a coach, before we go into the
1: first break, real quick, because we don't really know a lot about it, um, Jags hired Urban Meyer yeah. as their new football coach. Um, Obviously, if you don't know who he is, he has been just a juggernaut everywhere he's been in the college ranks. Um, Obviously, he probably wanted to stay close to home because I believe he lives in Florida because his kids were growing up um, in Florida while he was a coach of my Gators. Um, We'll see. I think it's
0: a good hire. Um, Yeah, He always picks like the... He always comes in at the right time well, in a weird that's way. That's funny you said that. Cause in a I, weird way, I, I've
1: heard that by more than one person who said like he picks the most convenient. Because if you remember, he was at Bowling Green and then he was in Utah and then when he built up Utah, had Alex Smith or whatever he had, he basically could have he chose Florida over I think Notre Dame and somebody else at the time. Yeah, tournament. I remember like, Notre
0: Dame wanted him really bad, yeah, and then that. they
1: went to Brian Kelly. Obviously, that worked out. I mean, they've been to. National titles and two college football playoffs, mm-hmm. but Urban Meyer chose Florida, and you already had Chris Leak established. You already had Tebow. Yep, like you know, and then he won two out of four
0: or two out of five national titles. Yeah, so it, it's crazy too. Yeah. Like, what? Maybe you know it's better than me because obviously he coached at Florida. But what is his like schematic? I guess calling card, right? Is he just a spread like his ideology? Guy? Oh, he like,
1: like offensive wise yeah, or even defensive he's wise ad- He's
0: adaptable. Like i was gonna say, like he comes in and just does whatever I feel is necessary for that team to make them win. Yeah, because
1: the same offense you ran with Tebow, you definitely didn't ran. He didn't run it with Cardell Jones, right? He didn't run that with Alex Smith, and he did definitely didn't run it with Haskins. So like he he can adapt. He's adaptable. So like, all right, if we need to run a pro-ish spread style with Trevor Lawrence when they draft him. Mm -hmm. That's what he's going to do. And let's dead this talk that he's going to take Justin Fields. He's not that stupid. he's because he
0: recruited him, (laughs) brought him in. That's the reason he went to the Jags, because he knew he was going to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and that's (laughs)
1: the thing. Oh, shit. The best pro prospect since Andrew Love just fought him a lot. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'll take the job and figure it out because – so what if he fails? It, I don't know if it really hurts his legacy. No, plus it's
0: Jacksonville, dog. Yeah. Who expects? I mean, yeah, who expects Jacksonville, Jacksonville to be good? Right. Even when they were good, when they you know first came out, you know, Barb yeah. Brunel, Fred Taylor, all yeah. that. I mean, we talked about them. Yeah. But like, even in Jacksonville, I feel like yeah, they were they were like cool. We're yeah. gonna go to the Heat game. Like I mean, Miami? good for them.
1: <laughs> Honestly, they have a sweet logo. They have some sweet jerseys. They do. Um, Lavisca Chanel, it's a beast. Uh, rookie. Um, he got hurt this year, but he was having a great year. You have DJ Shark. Um, I mean, I think he's got this shit in place. Plus, he's got the number one pick in this draft, so he's got. And they have all their picks, so I mean, he oh, picks first. And they got a ton of money. I think they got like fifty million in cap yeah, space. I mean, he, they had the uh, is the the most or the second most money. I think
0: it's the most. Yeah. But yeah, they. I mean, as he. Urban, all right, he Urban. Knows. I see you. Yeah. I see you. So Urban. yeah, you're right.
1: So you know what. I'm happy for him. Um, I hope his health, you know, as – I don't know how serious you take it with him because, you know, conveniently he was like, oh, damn. <laughs> my heart I and my head. And then a year later he's coaching Ohio State, leaving Florida. It's a little salty about that, but I'll get over it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but in all seriousness, hopefully he doesn't run it down. It's probably less stressful to be an NFL coach, to be honest. It kind of sounds yeah. weird. But you ain't got to deal with the recruiting. You ain't got to deal with – like you delegate you, more, yeah, right? Yeah, and think. when you fuck up as an NFL player, that's on you. Get fuck out. Exactly. Like you're as a college football, you have a almost a duty and responsibility. Like you're still taking care of people in the NFL, but you have right. a duty and responsibility to raise these young men mm-hmm. and to keep an eye out on them. And I, you worry about them probably a little
0: bit more than you're probably gonna worry about grown ass. Absolutely, man. a pro. It's just like I think, yeah. I mean, if a pro has an issue, like some pros do have yeah. just repeated issues a lot of times. You are just like. You go through the legal system, talk to the commission. I, tell- I can't do that. And, and like,
1: yeah, you still be there, you support system, all that. But it's, it's. A, I think it's more. There's a lot more responsibility, and plus, the, you gotta deal with fucking boosters. You gotta deal yeah. with, you know, recruiting twenty four seven. Now that it's all the time, almost. So mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's yeah. I think it's a more direct. I mean, it's just a more direct job. But like your job is to coach this football team and get us in the right spot. You know, to win. And right. like you said, he may not be a specialty. Is he more of an offensive or defensive coach? Like, you, what was he originally? He's more offensive. Yeah, okay. So, I'm guessing, of course, he's going to have an influence on the offense. But that's just weird to me that when I think of Urban Meyer, I'm like, yeah, it's it's this thing that he does. Yeah. I'm like, well, Pete Carroll's like, you know, USC, that defense was always a stack, yeah. And then he came to Seattle, Legion of Boom and stuff. Not so much now. But he that's his like calling card. When I think of Urban, I'm just like dude just fucking wins. Like, yeah, I mean, he, he, just, just he figures out ways to win. The dude had,
1: what, I forgot what they said, like 39 losses out of like 200 and something games. That's some ridiculous. He's like a he like 180 something in 32. Yeah, because
0: don't you, I mean, I think you said that he's the highest, most winning coach ever in college football, yeah. percentage-wise. Yeah. Crazy. Dude,
1: dude, dude slick, man. Yeah, dude slick. <laughs> he's winning. So, good luck to him. Good luck the to you Jaguars. Jaguars. Poor Texas. They may win that division hey, after a while, dude. Hey, listen, they may become my new team because <laughs> I'm, I'm on the Friends of Being a free agency because apparently it looks like Falcons may hire Joe Brady. Why we can get in that if it actually happens. Um, we don't need to get in all that right now because I really don't want to rant for 15 minutes about the Falcons' dumbass decisions, but whatever. we'll
0: see. We'll definitely talk about it whenever they hire their head coach and we'll, right. we'll be laughing or Teddy be crying. So <laughs> we'll see. Probably both. We'll take our first break and we'll be back with the wild card recap. Uh, th- playoffs?
1: Don't talk about it. playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. All righty, people, we are back. We're going to dive into last week's wild card recap, and then we'll go ahead and preview the divisional round coming up this Saturday and Sunday. Um, I, it's so awesome they split the uh, the four games up into two days, so you got like a mid-afternoon and a prime time on both days. Yep. Um, first with the wild card recap, um, not really a ton of surprises. Obviously, there's two big ones. Um, the Seahawks
0: are just bad. Uh um, what happened, man? It looked like Russ was sleepwalking through half yeah, that game. It was so
1: weird how they're playing. Like, I don't know if if Pete it's time for Pete to go mm-hmm. or if he needs to hang it up or if they get, they need to hire some offensive savant.
0: Yeah, you see they fired old boy, the O. C. Yeah. Uh
1: Brian Schottenheimer. I mean they had to. Yeah. Like the fact that the like the Rams literally statistically had the best defense, I think, in yeah. the league. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But you also you knock out their starter, uh Jeff uh John Wolf Wolford, mm-hmm. and then Jared Goff comes in. Base dude can't grasp a football correctly. Nope. I mean he, we he watching, didn't throw it. Yeah, he was throwing some <laughs> ducks out there. And they still did they they wound up winning. They had a pick six on Russ. That was a great uh jump on the ball. Um they never came back from that really. Um you know, DK dropped a couple passes. Yeah,
0: DK dropped some real big passes that he should have caught.
1: Um, Russell threw, what, and in- thrown, what, two or three
0: interceptions? hmm it, it, it just looked weird because Russ was holding the ball a lot longer than he usually does. And that's saying something because that dude holds the ball for a long time. Yep. And he was just running around and looking. And I guess just nobody was open. I mean, Jalen Ramsey pretty much shut down Metcalf. I think Metcalf ended up... I think he had a touchdown Yeah, he for like 30, but he only had like 40 yards or something. Yeah, he
1: basically had that catch, and I think he ended up with like 70, but yeah, 40 or 50 of it was on one play. Right, if if
0: you're the best, supposedly, you know, the LeBron of of the NFL, whatever, just the beast, you got to do a little bit better than that in the playoffs, especially if you're going up against one of the best corners in the league. If you want to prove yourself, that's where you do it, and he had some key drops that would have been first downs through that game. Um, and the receivers just weren't really open. was trying to make magic happen, but it's hard to do that when Aaron Donald's bearing down on you within a second and a half.
1: Yeah. And you
0: know, their O-line was just getting tore up from the get go. Um, and they almost never ran the ball, I feel like, or something like that. They, they, I guess they couldn't run it, but I think they only ran like,
1: they just don't have running backs. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> was it Rashad, um. Was it Perry? Perry. I can't yeah, remember. yeah, Perry. The dude from San Diego State got hurt at the beginning of the year. So Chris Carson's not a good running back. Yeah, he really isn't. Um, you know, they just they just didn't have they didn't have balance. And you got you rely on Russ, and it's like, okay, well, we're gonna start dropping eight with a QB spy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or drop and, seven with And a plus spy. your
0: front line's good enough to get there with three or four. Like, yeah, so like what you do don't you...
1: need to yeah, you don't need all of that pressure, you know. Or you don't need to send extra blitzers because you got Aaron Donald, you got um, God, I forgot the other dude's name on the other side, but uh, Everett, like, I mean, they were, yeah. they were they And were there was some. Up,
0: there was another dude I, this, It was like three or four defensive linemen that had yeah. a sack They sacked Russ, I think, six times or yeah. five times It was, and that's way more than Russell Wilson usually gets sacked so, And some of them were coverage sacks and some of them were great, you know, pass rush sacks So it just made the Seahawks look really bad And I think it really exposed how much they rely on Russell Wilson for right. everything Like, if Russell Wilson has an just any type of somewhat bad game that team looks like shit like mm, they look bad not. if you stop russell from being able to scramble and throw and make those you know spectacular plays they just played solid defense and they stopped them from doing that and then the seahawks looked so anemic it was bad um but the seahawks defense i think played pretty decently granted you mentioned golf could not throw the ball more than 10 yards out of looking yeah. like a damn duck
1: but chick huge out cam akers
0: Balled the oh, yeah. fuck
1: out. He did. I mean, he that did. dude had like what 150 yards rushing, like mm-hmm. 200 all-purpose yards. They set was, the Rams record, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, he was just crushing it out there. Like the Seahawks had no, no, no way to stop him. Like and like their their D line was just getting crushed by the Rams O line. Um, I mean they, I don't, I don't know where they go from here. I mean Russ went from the MVP in the first. Oh, yeah. Eight games of the season
0: to bounce out in the first round of the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. And, and they won. Uh, didn't the Seahawks win their last three games, right? They were on a winning streak, I want to say, going into the playoffs. Or yeah, they their, were. Uh, their yeah. offense looked a lot worse. They barely scored, but um, they were on a winning streak. And then yeah, the Rams just brought them back down to earth like, nah, dog, y'all, y'all can't. Yeah, no, I like, can't we do should anything. Have
1: saw, we should have saw this coming. That's yeah. why we stay away from this game, just mm-hmm. because. I did
0: pick the Rams, but yeah. I didn't pick them like. This would look kind of dominant. This is—I never thought that the Seahawks really. Well, you always seem to have a chance with Russell, but their way their defense was playing, I'm like, they're, they're not going to score enough points. There's no way, and you wouldn't think that with Jared Goff not be able to throw the ball, but yeah, here we are. Here we are. Cam Akers said, "I don't worry, I got it. I'll go ahead and carry the team." Um, speaking of
1: laughable games, oh, this was Sunday night Steelers. I mean, if you turned away for a split second, you knew this game was going to be bad when the very first play of the game <sighs> was a snap over Ben Roethlisberger's head that got recovered into the end zone, in the end zone, mm-hmm. by the Browns for a touchdown, and then all of a sudden you look up, it's 20 nothing in the first quarter.
0: Dude, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is on Tomlin. This is on Mike. There's no way in hell your team should look like that and not wake up. In a playoff game, like I get the fact that the the players need to play, but come on, man! Like this, and I know the Steelers organization—they're not knee-jerk reaction people. They're the ones that let you, you know, buy the time with Tomlin, and and they don't fire coaches. But Tomlin, man, I'm looking square at you on this one because there's no way in hell your team should look like that and come out sleepwalking that hard. Yeah, in the beginning of a game, there's just no way.
1: Yeah, and Roethlisberger. Before he knew it, he was no touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, two bad ones, but he ended up throwing. They had four touchdowns and five hundred yards passing, so he ended up it, having a decent game. But like, yeah, well, the Browns tried to brown. There, there was one time, there was a moment yeah, where you were like, <laughs> like nine points, and then Chubb hit that screen for like forty yards, and then yep. they scored like two plays later. But They'd it was almost. Up. Yeah, it was almost browned. Um But luckily, I didn't take the foot off the gas. Um, I'd point out two players that need to just stop with everything. Mm-hmm. Juju, yes, he had a good game, but that dude's got to stop putting his fucking foot in his mouth with talking shit about the Browns to TikTok and dancing and shit. Grow up,
0: man. Like, mm-hmm. you're a free agent. You're not helping yourself with these antics. You're not even number one receiver anymore, dog. You're running the slot. Yeah. You're not even like, so So you're like, you talking all this noise, bro. you number three on the wide yeah. receiver depth chart.
1: Yeah. How, and, how, yeah. <laughs> and then Claypool, who's a rookie, comes out on Twitch or whatever, you know, saying like, oh, it's, you know, it's cool. Enjoy it, Browns. Y'all going to get trashed. I, I saw this. And then he came out today again and like kind of doubled down on because like if they, he was like, if the Browns weren't disrespecting us, it's like. First of all, Juju fucking dances on everything. Like, how is that not disrespectful? (laughs) Like, y'all got what y'all deserve, getting your asses kicked by the Browns of all teams. Yeah. Um, Is this the end for Roethlisberger? It should be. Did you see the end where him and Pouncey were on the sideline, and then
0: uh, Roethlisberger looked like he was crying? Can't really. It's hard to tell. Uh, Well, I'm gonna say it for him. If it's not, it should be, because I think everyone's bringing this up. There is a difference between, I believe, Roethlisberger is 38, 37, or something. Whatever. Yeah. Closer to 40 than he is to 30. Yeah. There's a difference between the way he looks and the way Brady looks. <laughs> I mean, look at the two people. Yeah. One is a mountain man that's a little overweight and probably, you know, doesn't take care of his body. And Brady, you know, is TB12. He's got a whole fucking fitness program. I hate to say it, and to each their own. No one says you have to be as dedicated as Tom Brady is. That's why he's greatest of all time. Yeah. But... Ben, man, he's not aging well. And you see this on a lot of talk shows um, and a lot of and a lot of TV. He's not aging well. He's not aging to a point where like gracefully. Like he literally cannot throw the ball as far as he can and it's very obvious. He had some throws in that game where he missed wide open receivers that should have never happened for a quarterback of his cal- caliber, two-time Super Bowl champion. I think he needs to go, man. I think it's about that time. Um, and the thing about it is He's a little bit of a diva So I know he'll play this out And what he wants He's going to Brett Favre He's going to make Pittsburgh beg For him to come back And he'll be like Oh, alright, well I should retire But maybe I'll do it One last hurrah for the team Fuck it Pittsburgh, draft the quarterback Do it Right Figure out Draft the quarterback in the second round Some project And tell Ben Look, dog You play like that again next season And you're out I'm sorry. I mean,
1: but then I guess they So they failed with. Uh, um, I'm drawing a blank. They, you think they fell with drafting
0: Rudolph? With Rudolph? You don't think he can be a quarterback? I, I think he's. NFL? A, I think he can be NFL backup quarterback. I think you maybe. I, I don't think you can go as far, of course, with him as you can with Ben, which is easy to say because Ben was great right, for his right, time. Right. But I, I don't think he's that guy for the, your franchise. I think you do need to find someone in draft. Um, quickly because I mean, for Pittsburgh fans and I have Pittsburgh fans in my family y'all just got beat by the Browns in the playoffs, like that don't happen you don't lose to Cleveland in the playoffs because they barely make the playoffs one and two, y'all got blown out by them, let's call it what it is y'all brought it back to make it look close but in Madden no, nah, dawg, nah, that game's over. Like, yeah, <laughs> you quit, quit the game and start over. Yeah, you're done. So, in Pittsburgh, Lord, it looks bad for Mike Tomlin for the way the team was prepared. And it looks really bad for Ben because the Browns started playing prevent, and that's when he got all his stats. When the game really mattered, right? he was nowhere to be found and could not complete a pass to save his life. They didn't have a run game. That's the only maybe small excuse I'll give for Ben because as he's an older quarterback, that play action would really help him, dropping back the pass and just throwing. Is not what he can do anymore. But still, man, if you want to talk about being one of the greatest that's played this game, you need to be able to handle that. And he looked like shit doing it. You also the Browns in the playoffs, dog. You didn't just lose; you got smacked and didn't help yourself by making a ton of mistakes. So, to answer your question, nah, man, I'm drafting a quarterback. Sorry, Ben. That's it. Great, yeah. great. We'll, we'll we'll applaud you. We'll let you exit gracefully, but we'll start giving you the warning signs of you need to either fix it or we're moving on.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I can't add anything to that. That was beautifully said. Um,
1: so it looked like Lamar finally proved himself. Like we said last week, yes. he, he absolutely had to win this game. Because mm-hmm. um, if he didn't, um, I think that he would have been way too much pressure next year. And just mounting a mountain of can he win? Is he good enough? Is he the if he, is he good enough NFL type of quarterback? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't great, um, but I mean he pulled. I mean he had well, like 150 yards rushing or something yeah. so crazy. He almost had more rushing yards than he had
0: passing yards. That great run from midfield too. I think like the 50 or 40 mm-hmm. or something. But he went straight through the middle of the defense, yeah. and you're just like this dude has speed on another level, and he plays the quarterback position. Uh, it was fun to watch, man. Yeah, it was a
1: good game. It, it was probably one of the better games of the weekend. Uh, the Titans, you know, obviously, probably disappointing for them because they were, you know, leading by what, 15 or 16 mm-hmm. in the AFC Championship game before it all came down last year, like it did with everybody. Yep. With the <laughs> um, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs yeah. Um, and then now you go out to, you know, first round exits. So it's, it, it, you know, it's tough, but it's hard making the playoffs, hard getting there. Um, they they still have the right pieces in place, so I think they just, they, I think they just ran into the wrong team to play. Like yeah. this was the last team I would probably want to play in the first round besides the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have took and apparently the Browns. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would have t- took any other team besides yeah the Bills and probably the, I mean the Browns is, but the Browns probably played with a chip on their shoulder because everyone was like True. they barely beat the. You know, they barely beat
0: yeah, the backup quarterback. I said, it. Yeah I said it, we both said it. yeah. I said it all day. yeah. I was like, there you no way. They barely beat him with a backup quarterback. Oh, yeah. they proved me wrong. Um, So,
1: Lamar proved it good for him. I'm glad he got the win. Um, So, there's that. There's not much really to say to that. Um, mm-hmm. What was really cool, though, was on Sunday is the Saints-Bears game. Yes. Which is probably the worst game of the weekend. Um, oh, yeah. That game was Obviously, real- we didn't mention – the third, the Saturday night game, which was the Bucks and the uh, football team. Football team. Shout out to Tyler Henneke. He balled out. Oh yeah, that man. Um, that
0: dude, I, I even said. It. I was texting y'all like, man, bring him to the Eagles. Yeah. Screw it. Do something. <laughs> um, do ball. He made himself some money. He made it. He
1: shit. He may be the starter next year for um, Washington, which good for them. Um, because I, I think Alex McS2 is done. Like you came back. Yeah. You won't, you won't come back play here.
0: Gotta it, be gone at that man. Yeah, because be, he has be. a knee injury now, right? Is what it was. I yeah, think. So he,
1: he just, fuck it. Just call it a career, dude. You got two. You got way more than enough money for being the number one pick.
0: You're good. And people respect you. You came yeah. back from a horrific injury, yeah, you're played fucking a season, warrior, dude. Yeah, like, you don't need to prove that to me anymore. Yeah. You're tougher than me, definitely that. Because I would have been retired. Um,
1: but the Saints Bears game was on Nickelodeon. Yes. Um, which I watched pretty much ninety percent of that game Same. on Nickelodeon. Um, it sucks that that the Browns and Steelers were on there because of how much scoring was going on in that game. Yeah. Um, just because you only got to see the slime cannons like twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, was so funny. it was pretty cool. Sean Payton got slimed um, at the end of the game. But let's be real. If the Saints are playing
0: anybody else,
1: they lose that game.
0: Yeah, wasn't the halftime score 7-3? Yes. Oh, And my. it should have been yeah.
1: 10-3 Bears uh, Mims or whims, yeah. Drop that fucking pass. Yeah, that's like, true. How I you, forgot about like, that. How do you not look that ball in when you're wide the fuck open?
0: That's all you have to do is just look it in. Yeah. Literally, that's all you need to do. To have, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping. Well, I know I have my pick for the Super Bowl. And that's uh, the Super Bowl's Bills versus Bucks, right? Um. So if New Orleans plays like that against the Bucks, there's no way they win. Um. Granted, I say all that with the caveat of the Bears' defense is much better than the Buccaneers' defense. The Buccaneers' secondary is just like air. So I think they'll have a much better showing against the Buccaneers. But, yeah, that game was not that fun to watch for a Nickelodeon game no. only because the score wasn't there. I like seeing the SpongeBob thing in the field goal post. That, oh, shit, that, shit, shit, that shit cracked shit, me. Shit, I shit like, me up. He was smiling like, kick it. I was like, ah. Yeah, and funny. then the
1: duos of who the fuck was it? It was like Taysom Hill and Drew Brees. It was like Patrick Starr and fucking yeah. SpongeBob. That shit was <laughs> yeah. cracking me up. So, and they did a very good, like explanation of explaining shit. Like yeah. young Sheldon, like it, it, no, that. explaining no explaining it. They like so deadpan of shit was just funny. It was and it was nostalgic, like seeing all the like. Yeah. And then the slime, the first down marker was a slime. Yeah. Line. Yep. Exactly. So it was pretty cool all in all. It sucked. They got the worst uh, game, I believe, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It, it had to be of the weekend. It it had to be. And lastly, before we get into the divisional preview. Even though they didn't cover, we are Bills podcast. We're I th- All on I th- it. Yeah, I think we want the Bills. I mean, we want to see Bills and Chiefs, put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler for who we think we're going to win. Um, but Bills didn't cover, but it was awesome to be able to see fans in that stadium again. It got tight for I don't know what
0: reason. Um, kind of weird. Yeah, but I never felt like the Bills really lost control of, of, of that game. Too much. I mean, I mean, they just look, they look, they just look good, man. It was it was really close. I think you're right, closer than it should have been. But I think Josh Allen is on, he's on a tear, man. Him and Stefan Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs had a, I think a relatively quiet day. I think he did catch a touchdown, if my memory serves me correctly. But it's known to let me down sometimes. But uh, for for the most part, I think he had an average day. But but yeah, Josh Allen's scrambling too. That yeah. was a huge part of it, man. When he was running those, you know, QB reads and just Q B draws, that dude can run, man. I'm a a, I'm becoming more and more of a fan of just how Josh Allen plays. I, I like the right. way he plays, man. Um, he's just like, I'm gonna make this play work. But he's gotten a lot better still at throwing the ball away when he needs to. But he's always trying to make a play. Yeah. And dude is trying to truck people. It dives forward like like, man, this dude's a running back when he runs. Yeah. So very fun to watch. I think he's one of the fun, more fun quarterbacks to watch in the league at this point.
1: No, oh, absolutely. Like, um, he was just awesome. Phil Rivers gave it the old try. I think he's got to hang it up. I don't think. Yeah. He, I think he's done. Because I think, I honestly think though, the Bills started tightening up, and I think if it was any one of, if it was like Russell Wilson on the Colts, the Colts probably wouldn't
0: and, and see, and, if we're
1: being honest with,
0: oh. See, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the weird thing that even though the Colts had all the yards, you know, um, at the time of possession, with as close as it was, I never was like, oh, the Bills are really, like, going to really lose this game. I'm like, eh, yeah, the score doesn't you know, uh, represent really right how much the Colts are dominating this game. So I'm like, oh, I think the Bills still got this. And sure enough, they eventually pulled it out. Yeah. Because they were, you know, like, thank you. You're right. They were tight. They were just tight. And Josh Allen, they had these, you know, promos of how much he's learned how to relax and meditate and shit. And I was like, well, it doesn't look like that in the field, sir. No, but, <laughs> but absolutely <laughs> but did not look like Whatever that. thing you learned, you forgot about it when he stepped out there. But he, they were able to do enough to, to win. Um, That Colts defense, the Colts, man, the Colts job as well. If you get a quarterback that's, you know, good and competent with Jonathan Taylor, you still got a deep threat T.Y. Hilton who Phillip Rivers can't throw the ball deep enough to. um, You've got the Colts job as a quarterback is a real nice option right now. Good defense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If I was reading a quarterback, I wouldn't mind going there. Like like we all talk about, maybe Wentz could go to that spot and reunite with Frank Wright. That'd be scary for the AFC because I think. They would be a really good team. <laughs> right. All right. So moving on to the divisional preview. So
1: Saturday, the first game up is probably the worst game um of the um slate. It's the Rams at the Packers. Obviously, kind of you don't know with the Rams, like how healthy um golf is, yeah. Golf is. Aaron Donald's hurt, obviously got hurt at the end of the game. Obviously, he's still going to play just because he's a monster. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, he's in there. But, I mean, Packers are minus six and a half right now. Um,
0: They just look – I mean, from when we last saw them, they look like a complete team. That defense is improved. Um, I'll even say, though, I think Ramsey does a pretty good job of locking down Devontae Adams unless Matt LaFleur can really, you know, pull a a, a Sarkeesian – and start moving them around and getting them away from Ramsey. But I think Ramsey won the best quarters in the league, man. And, and that'll be a good matchup to watch between him and Devontae Adams. I'm looking forward to that. That's my favorite part of this game. But I think the Packers I think win. the
1: Packers win. I don't like taking this game betting. Right. Um, but, we, yeah, I yeah. think the Packers move on. And then, yes, the NFC Championship. That does mean the NFC Championship is at Lambeau. Um, so um, that will be interesting to see how – it goes from there. Um, and then the primetime game under the lights is a Ravens at the Bills. Probably, in my opinion, well, I don't know. I I think that, I don't know if it's the game of the weekend or not. But yeah, I
0: know which other game we're talking yeah, about. But, yeah, yeah, it's s- close. S- so, it's- I I don't know why this spreads so low. May, because I think the rate, because the Ravens can hold the ball. I mean, true. The the Bills true. defense. I think. I mean, the, the Bills secondary is good. Their front seven though um, can be suspect. I mean, a lot of the reason. Um, well, I guess in terms of yeah, a lot of reason the Colts were in the game. You saw Jonathan Taylor just running through that defense, and I think the Colts have a better offensive line, but the Ravens have a good old line too. So I think they'll be able to hold the ball for, for quite a while in this right. game. So the, if the Bills do win, I think it'll be close. Um, that's why I think it's pretty low. I still think the Bills win. Um, and it's going to be a great quarterback battle between um, Jackson and, uh, and Allen. Uh, There's going to be a lot of running going in on. Yeah. Um,
1: Agree with that a lot of running, yeah.
0: It. I think they'll pack the box, the bills basically. Because as far as the Ravens go, sure, you got Hollywood Brown, but it's not a lot of great weapons on the outside, right? So it's going to be interesting. I think this line is pretty accurate at minus two and a half with the bills being favored. Um, I don't know, it's gonna be a good game, it's gonna be a good game, man. I'm picking the bills still, cause obviously, because I mean, I've talked about my Super Bowl picks already, yeah, but. I think this is going to be tight. This is, to be a, this is going to be a fight in the phone booth, because I don't know if people are going to be running just wide open everywhere. Yeah. I think they cover.
1: I think they probably win by three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it's going to be a hold on, you know, clench your butt cheeks type, yeah. of, <laughs> type of bet. Yeah. It's going to be that um, one fumble that's going to change the whole game kind of thing. Yeah. So... It's not my – I have a log. I have a strong opinion oh, all right. about one of these games. Um, it's not the Bills, but I'm probably going to take the Bills minus two and a half just because I, I want to have something on Saturday just because. Uh, so, Sunday, the first game, and I believe – and all these lines are as of this morning – um mm-hmm. when I made the our our you know doc, doc for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um we
0: all sub- these are all subject to change yeah, coming subject Sunday. To change,
1: so don't be like, oh well, why is it eleven or whatever now? Sunday the first game, which I think kicks off like an hour earlier than it did on Saturday, because I think Saturday they don't start till four. I think they start at three mm-hmm. on Sunday. Gotcha. You got the Browns at Chiefs. Chiefs are minus ten. Pretty big number. That is a big number. I don't know what to think of this game. I think the Browns are decent. I I think I, I think I'm doing. It. I think I may take the Browns plus ten. They, I like plus ten. The, I because I feel like the the Chiefs all year with
0: these big numbers have not covered. They never right. They haven't won a game by two scores in like four weeks or something like that. Straight. Yeah, and they've
1: been like heavily f- like favored in a lot of games and haven't covered. Like they're one of the I think they're middle of the road and against the spreads mm-hmm. this year. Um. I like the Browns plus ten. I don't love it. Right. Um but I think they keep it closer than people think. Or I think, you know, their Chiefs are up fifteen, fourteen, whatever, twelve, something weird like that. And the Browns score a touchdown. I think they, they I think they cover. Um I think the Chiefs win. Yeah. I think I think we're gonna see Bills at Chiefs next Sunday. Yeah. Which let's fucking go. In my opinion, that probably is a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I think the Super Bowl winner is coming out the AFC. Yeah, um, and in the last game, put all your money on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Listen, I get all it. All right, I get it. They, the Saints have beat the Bucks. Yep, you know the argument twice by more than three. The only time the Bucks have lost by more than three this year is against the Saints twice. They got blown the fuck out on Sunday Night Football. Lost by what? Ten the first week, mm-hmm. the first week of the season.
0: I don't really count that. Yeah, game. I don't either. I was gonna say people keep claiming that, but I don't like using that.
1: Here are the reasons why I think, and when you're only favored by three in New Orleans, that means you're a pick 'em. That means the Bucks would be favored by almost six if it was in Tampa. Yep. You take this money line Bucks and run with it. In my opinion. If you want to take the three, go for it. I'm taking the money line. Yeah, not at three. I'm taking money line as it, well. It is almost next to impossible to beat a team three times in one
0: season. And then, guess what? You're going against Tom fucking Brady. Yes. This, this is playoff Tom, dog. This yeah. ain't this ain't Tom of regular season. He gets superpowers, dude. Yeah. Superpowers. And, and you're also going against
1: Breeze, who didn't look great at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was checking the shit down. Uh, yeah, I understand the Bears have Khalil Mack, but he's more of an end. The the Bucks have a lot better linebackers yeah. to cover those. You think Michael Thomas is gonna want want to Quan Alexander or um, Levante, David, Levante over David, the middle. David over the middle? Hell, <laughs> no, nah, he ain't gonna do it. The <laughs> crossing routes are not gonna be there. The Saints, they, I mean, if they somewhat can contain Kamara, it's over. Like I don't, like I don't see the Saints beating the Bucks three times in one season, and I just, I don't see Tom Brady losing to Br- I think this is Brees' last game. Breeze yeah. has already done his, you know, I'm going to be in a boost somewhere probably next year. Yep, we already he knows know. this is it.
0: Dude has no ribs left. <laughs> he has no cartilage in his no, upper yeah. torso. <laughs> his shoulder's how, probably yeah.
1: shot. <laughs> shoulders probably. I mean, he was throwing ducks out there. He can't air it out. Nope. Uh, the Bucks have been playing ever since they lost to the Saints. They've been playing great defense. They've been way better on offense. Mike Evans is a week healthier than he was last week, and he still balled a little bit. I love, 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 love the Bucks money mm-hmm. line in this scenario. I think, I think it comes down to Bucks at Packers. I think it's what we want to see. We want to see Brady versus Rodgers because we never got to see it. We want to see Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. You got, the, you're gonna have the future. On one side, and you're gonna have the presence and the past
0: on the other side. Yeah, I guess I may be glorious. I may even, yeah, exactly. You're gonna have yeah the present, or I guess the right now, the goats of Rogers and and and, uh, and Brady. Yeah, yeah, like you said, and then the the future of what our league is going to be in. Josh Allen. That's, that's just crazy, too. Rod, like, both the quarterbacks in the NFC, don't even barely run anymore. Rodgers yeah. can run a little bit, but they're like, nah, dog. Nah. And then you got the other side we're scrambling everywhere yeah. and doing 360s and shit. It's yeah. going to be two polar opposites if it goes as we think it will in the championship games. That's going to be great. i I mean, excited. we're
1: never wrong, so it's going to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree. We, If you listen to this show long enough, you know we're never wrong. 100%. Never. All, all the time. 1,000%. We're 100% of the time, 1,000%. finals type shit over yeah. here. <laughs> Never lose. Never lose. Uh With that said, we can go into yeah, our just last topic. Yeah, we're just going to roll into yeah, it, y'all. Let's
1: wrap this up because, as always, we're probably over. Um, But real quick, drum roll, Bachelor update, people. All right, so I got more in depth. I watched the second episode, which I don't know why they did it in the national title game. Um. Same day, I didn't watch it on the um on Monday. I watched it on Tuesday. Uh-huh. So I got to talk two quick things. Matt is probably one of my favorite leads ever. Dude is so down earth. He's not part of the Bachelor universe, so he didn't like. So he's an actual person on yeah, the Bachelor. Yeah, he feels like an actual, genuine person. Like okay, he actually that's gives a shit. He actually, you know, is smart and intelligent. Okay. Um, he's just not like. Some, some of these people were kind of just flat out dumb, in my opinion, to me. Fair, fair. Uh, he doesn't seem like that. He seems like he's, you know, I mean, he's still young, but he, he seems like he's genuinely, like, matured and grown up beyond most men in, like, their late 20s. Yeah, um, wasn't me. So, yeah, wasn't me either, <laughs> trust me. If um, so, um, I was on that shot. I'd been wild. So, I love him for the simple fact I'm, I'm just – I, I want to see him – I'm rooting for him. He's got a couple of good suitors, and we'll get more into depth later on in the season. Right now, it's all about the villain. It's all about who, you know, stirs up the most drama, and it's just a chick named Victoria. Bruh.
0: Is it that bad? So, Is her that occupation
1: bad? that she puts under her title, because you know how they do like their name, their age, and like the occupation, mm. she just puts queen. Oh, she well. walks around with the fucking crown on all the time. So, in this last episode, She's just a shit starter, dude. She like makes shit up. She and I put character in quotation marks because like I don't know if she's really like this in real life. Because if she is, she is certifiably fucking dangerous, and I would <laughs> I wouldn't want her within a ten thousand yard radius of me.
0: They probably she probably is like that. I bet, but then yeah. there's like yo turn it up to eleven. Yeah, they probably like, turn it turn up, yeah, up to eleven. Turn that
1: shit all the way up, dude. So they had like a segment, which is. So weird. They did like wedding photos with like this big group, it was a big group date. And she comes out, titties out. <laughs> she fucking wears like a the garter thing that you're supposed to take off. Uh-huh. Pulls it up enough to where they had to blur out because she has her fucking, <laughs> she has her coochie showing. And it's just like, all the other ladies are like, what the fuck is going on? And then. what old boy say, he's just like, what? Well, he went to go pull down the, the garter and he like looked up and he's like, oh shit, her.
0: <laughs> right there in my face what the
1: hell is going on like with 20 other literally like 15 20 other women that's funny and i was just like and then she's she wears this like poofy ass like 1980s dress with her bra hanging out in the back to the rose ceremony and then before the rose ceremony when they're doing a cocktail party her and this other chick mary lynn who's just one of the sweetest girls like Uh nothing wrong with her Victoria goes up to Matt and be like, Hey, I need to talk to you about something like, you know, she's treating me bad, this that and the other. She's saying negative <laughs> what things the about fuck? me. And the people in the house are trying to go against me. And she's like, I just can't have that. Like I, I don't want to deal with this drama. So then he goes and talks to Mary Lynn and then Mary Lynn is like, All right, let me squash this as an adult. She tries to sit down next to Victoria and Victoria's like, I don't want to sit next to you, I'm gonna go over here. And then Mary Lynn is trying to be like, All right, I see where you're coming from, you know, trying to be a bigger uh-huh. person. Victoria doesn't listen to her at all. And just like you know what, I don't have time for this. Um, I, I'm too grown up for this, and just walks away.
0: Is is it super obvious that it's like she tried I mean, too hard? N- is you is need, it that you've bad? You've got to watch <laughs> next week's episode. <laughs> oh, bro. God like, damn it! Like it, is this how I get sucked in, y'all? Is this how it, it happens? It, it, she
1: ended up getting a rose? Like she, or, or it's to be continued. So maybe she has like a three episode arc because that's usually how it kind of goes. Oh, right. You, know, right. you kind of have like the evil arc, almost uh, like an anime, but it's not yeah, fourteen episodes. It, 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 it's like. You know, it's just compact. Yeah. yeah, it's come back to three because you know yeah. there's no way in hell he picks her. It. It's like, like Dragon Ball Z's Victoria yeah. Saga, baby. And then yeah. you go to the next saga. Yeah, so it's just it's outlandish. <laughs> great TV, <laughs> trashy TV, but great. Oh, uh, I, it's a good time killer. Um, but I am down a trashy yeah. TV show, yeah. man. You I, got I, I might as well just record yeah. it, and yeah. just one
0: just, night I'm gonna be like, "Fuck, I didn't watch it." Randomly. Yeah, just
1: I, I, you got to record this the next one coming up because I think she has to go home. Um, but it's just mind boggling because like if she acts like that in real life, there's a reason why she's like 28 and never been in the (laughs) city. It sounds like it. She's fucking certifiably crazy. And I don't, you know, say that in a negative connotation. She's just fucking crazy. Yeah, it, I mean, some people are. Just,
0: some people are just crazy. You got to call a spade a spade. If she's doing like that, I'm hoping she's just turning it up to 11 for the show. But the fact you can even get it that far means you already got something already in there that could be already off kilter, little little, little right. crazy already in you, right? Uh, that you can get it to that high, and just be that comfortable with it. Oh but, boy, Teddy yeah. gonna make me take up space on my unlimited DVR. Oh man. yeah. <laughs> <VR> <laughs> limited, man, Anyway, that's all I got
1: for the Bachelor days this week. I just thought it was funny as hell.
0: It's, she's just batshit crazy. That shit is funny. Well, you might, if you want to keep rolling, we are done with the episode. So, we got any final thoughts
1: for the people? Um, gamble responsibly. Uh, live life responsibly. Um, and en- enjoy whatever you're doing right now. Um, live life to the fullest. Um, I really don't have that much, man. Just I think that's really it. Um, be careful out there. Uh, I know next Wednesday. Actually, a big day because you got you know the inauguration that day. I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So six days. In that in that when Kobe died too. Is that wait? Is it the same day? Yeah, I think so. I may double check with that. I don't oh, know. I could be been wrong. It's, it's probably close. I think. Yeah, it's it was- close. It's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. It's I already been a year, man. Yeah. So, at, next week, you know. I saw little Austin. I don't know if you saw some some downtown areas are bordering up oh yeah they uh don't yeah, be dumb yeah don't be dumb don't don't loot don't be stupid anywhere like don't don't shoot people just because you don't like their political beliefs yeah please don't
0: kill people because of yeah that.
1: don't yeah especially don't do that hate in your heart and all that other than that you know hope everyone has a great week and I hope everyone watches some football um and then obviously as it winds down I guess we'll start talking about you know,
0: basketball and baseball and all that shit, too. but <laughs> Yeah, eventually we'll talk about other sports, y'all. Right now, obviously, it's the NFL playoffs and college football just ended. So, uh, my thoughts exactly are, are what you were saying, man. Y'all, just be safe out here. You know, just take take care of yourself and take care of your neighbor. Love thy neighbor, as they say, as they love thyself. So, if you do that, I think the world will be a better place. And I want the world be a better place because it's better for you and me. Um, with that said, y'all stay up and keep it 100 Peace out.